Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, wrestling fans. This is ERN presents TNT on BTR, um, and of course, uh, Sunday. Unfortunately, we were hit with the sad news that James Harris, um, known for many years as Kamala, the Ugandan giant, had passed away. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID-19. Oh, this my. This stuff has become, yeah, this stuff has become I thought, I thought, I thought it was diabetic related, cancer. to be honest. So, so did I. So did I. Because, of course, uh, for those who don't know, James lost both uh, legs below mm-hmm. the knee uh, within right. within a year of each other. Um, you know, yeah. it, it was, uh, it was not a, it was not a good, it was not a good thing. Um Steve and Katie with you. Uh, hopefully, uh, Sean will be along shortly. He's got some uh, family situations that he's dealing with. Uh, so going to spend the first uh, several minutes uh, going ahead and talking about uh, James Harris, a.k.a. Kamala. So, um, Katie, mm-hmm. give, you know, give us the fan, the fan viewpoint. Uh, I don't know if you ever I actually was... saw him in person or not. but uh, not, not in person, but no. Um, I, 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 I can honestly say I like the big men of wrestling. I like what they bring to wrestling, especially if they're as agile and able as some of the, some of the past greats like Bam Bam Bigelow and King Kong Bundy, now Kamala. <laughs> he came around when I was about, I don't know, 13? Mm-hmm. Scared the ever-living hell out of me. Scared the ever-living hell out of me. And I'm just like... <laughs> And, I was like, and, and all I could think of is, how is that little bugger kimchi controlling that big mountain of a man? But, <laughs> you know, I, seriously, I'm 13. Come on, <laughs> you know. And right. It's just, I'd also never seen a man of that stature other than King Kong Bundy, either, in real life. So, and the way he can move, and the way, or I guess the fear he invokes. On, on, I guess, on the fans and also his opponents, you know. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, especially on the fans because they definitely believed in this. Which, in fact, that yeah. uh, actually uh, is a uh, good lead into uh, the first uh, clip that I'm going to play 
about uh, about him this evening. This is actually from a uh, um, episode of uh, Broken Skull Sessions, and it's uh, Steve Austin and Jerry Lawler talking about Kamala. And uh, Lawler um, explains the uh, origins of the character, and it's really it's really quite fascinating. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll give this a listen. One night, Kamala was the funniest story ever. He was, you know, he was kind of new in the business, and he had, I just wrestled against him up in Nashville, and uh, <laughs> I pulled him over about halfway down to Memphis and pulled him off on the side of the interstate, and, he, and he's standing there on the, on the on the interstate, big old Kamala with his hands on top of his head, and I so I'm up behind him. And I said, "Okay, raise your right foot up in the air." <laughs> he's standing there on one leg with his hands on top of his head. I said, "Okay, now jump up and down." <laughs> and finally, he turns around and looks. He goes, "Oh, Jerry." <laughs> hey, you know what? I was down. I, I was just fixing to get into business. I was playing football at North Texas State University outside of Dallas. I'd go up watch a Friday night show at the Sportatorium. I'd go to the Saturday morning television tape and. And, you know, all of a sudden, here comes Kamala, the Ugandan giant. And y'all did uh, these vignettes, videos of him. And these were shot in Hendersonville, right there on Jerry Jarrett's property, right? Yeah, it looked like it was Africa, didn't it? It did, but break down how Kamala was created, because that was a great gimmick. And people bought into Kamala, man, because, man, when he come down with that hand strike, that was a real deal. Yeah, it was. Well, I'll tell you what. It was one, one Monday night. We were having wrestling at the Mid South Coliseum, and I remember, you know, we'd stand in the back. The guys, would, the the guys could stand in the back and watch from around the corner, watch the matches that were going on out there in in the arena, and all the wrestlers would come in this one back entrance. And I'm standing there watching the matches, and all of a sudden I got a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and there's this big black guy, big tall guy, and uh, uh, he said, uh, "Mr. Lawler, my name's uh, Sugar Bear Harris," and he said, "I live down here in Senatobia, Mississippi," and he said, "I was wanted to." Come up here and wrestle for you guys some if I could. And I just, I don't know what happened. I just looked at him and I said, has anybody seen you yet here tonight? Have you been walking around? No, sir, just come in the back door. <laughs> I said, would you go right around there and just sit down in my dressing room? Don't let anybody see you. So he goes back there. I called him. I went and got Jerry Jarrett. We, he and I went back there and, and, and looked at him. And I, I swear, it's, it's, there, there was this artist named Frank Frazetta who did these great fantasy paintings. And it was, as soon as I saw this guy, this painting came to my mind. There's this famous painting where this beautiful girl is tied to a stake and a bunch of these cannibals are like, and they're about to burn her at the stake. And a bunch of these cannibals were all day doing this like crazy war dance around this girl. That's this painting, right? And that just came to my mind. And, and so I told Jerry, I said, man, I could paint this guy up. He could look terrific. And so we told him to be in Hendersonville, Tennessee, Jerry, Jerry had a 100-acre farm up there in Hendersonville. We took him up there the next day. I pulled out a National Geographic. And if you remember, the, and the reason it was hot was at the time, the president of Uganda was Idi Amin. Mm. And he was a cannibal. He was a confessed cannibal. Wow. And this guy was the president of Uganda. And that was in the news all over the place. And so that's why it made it topical. And we, I looked at some pictures. I brought that, paint, uh, that picture of that painting that Frank Rosetta had done. And I painted 
uh, Kamala's face, or painted James Harris's face up just like one of those uh, cannibals in that picture. And we looked in the map of Uganda in National Geographic, and Kamala was actually a name of a city in uh, in the country of Uganda. Mm. And so that's where we came up with the name, literally honed a spear out of a stick and put a wooden point on the end of it and uh, put this old loincloth on him, took him out in, in, in Jerry's back uh, on some acreage back there and got a couple of pieces of dry ice and threw him out in this kind of little swampy lake that Jerry had. And we we put James out there and, and, and turned the cameras on and had him come walking through the smoke. And it looked like, I mean, it literally looked like he was in, a, a, you know, an African uh, giant that was coming walking towards the screen. And it just, it was just one of those things that, uh, it just clicked, man. We we called up and had J.J. Dillon, who was not, you know, had not ever been in our territory because we didn't want to, we wanted to make him so totally different. So we had J.J. Dillon cut a promo. We explained it to him, and he cut a promo saying that he had found this savage beast while doing, touring the world, and he was going to bring him to the United States, and his first stop was going to be Memphis, Tennessee. And, and, and like you said, at the time, man, if you did things right, People bought into it, and they believed that this guy was a was a giant African uh, cannibal that was being released every time he set foot in the ring. And and and, and he couldn't have he couldn't have worked more perfectly. I mean, we had to keep it simple. So that's right. where the chops came in. All the chops and the slapping himself on the stomach, and 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 he didn't do much more than that. And it bite you, you know, you bite you, and suddenly next thing you know, you're bleeding. And uh, I, I, I watched some of the tapes of he and I having that first match. And it was just, it was like magic. I mean, you know, he started biting my head. I started bleeding. He would touch my head with his fingers and, and start licking the blood off his fingers. And, and it was just, you know, it was really, it really looked exactly like what we told the people he was, you know. And I remember just, that first, uh, when y'all did that first video. I mean, there was like a 20 or 30 second clip y'all sent out. And it was like, showed him walking just like you said. And whoever did the voiceover is basically like, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. That's right. Kamala. That was it. Yep. I was like, I gotta see this son of a bitch. This son of a bitch is crazy looking. Whose idea was it? Was the moon and the stars on him? That was that was all that all came from the painting. It was great. Uh, that Frank was that I'll I'll show you sometime. That Frank was that later on became friends with him. Maybe he was one of the greatest artists of all time. But uh, uh, anyway, it, that was just the way that the the guy was body was decorated in that painting. And it's a funny story. I for for months I would every night I would paint Kamala. I would do his face and all the paint on him down in the locker room beforehand, you know. And I would paint those stars and the big the, the crescent moon on his stomach and yellow and the stars on his pecs were white and the funny story one night after about three or four months of painting James and you'd have to know him he, I mean, he, he's just a big old teddy bear actually that's what he used to wrestle as before Kamali wrestled with Sugar Bear Harris but anyway he, he just kept sitting there and I'd paint him up and he'd be patient and then he, one day finally after about three months he looked down and he said Jerry I want to ask you a question I said what's that James he said why did you paint the big banana on my stomach every night? <laughs> I said, James, it's not a banana. It's a, it's a crescent moon. He went, oh, okay. <laughs> All that time he thought it was a banana and a I rib? I thought I would have making some kind of joke on him or something like oh, that. Oh, Jesus, that's he great. He thought I was painting a big banana on his stomach.
Oh, oh yes. The memory yeah. of Kamala will live on forever. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Statistics, Sean David. I'm going to pop in here and give my memories and uh, thoughts real quick, and then I'm going to pop out. I've got some uh, stuff I'm dealing with personally, um, but I wanted to come back on here and hear Katie's memories. I didn't get to hear those Sunday when, when Steve and I did a little um, – we were doing something actually about the birth of my comp- uh, his and I's company and uh, got the news that Kamala had passed away while we were on the air. So um, my first wow. exposure to Kamala was in the 90s. Um, obviously, I was a 90s baby. Um, I had seen some of the tapes, but when, they, when WCW started to do the Dungeon of Doom with Kevin Sullivan, and Kevin Sullivan started to talk about how you got uh, Kamala was going to eat the, the, the babies of all of the wrestlers, and mm-hmm. I was terrified. I don't remember any. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. The Dungeon of Doom. He was going to Kevin Sullivan yep. was going to send him to eat the children of the wrestlers or the firstborn of the wrestlers or something along those lines, and it was just absolutely terrifying. Um, now, I, met, I got to meet Kamala in 2008. Uh, Big Daddy had brought him in on a Legends reunion down in southern Illinois. And I got there, and Joey Grunge goes, you're going to be Mandalucci and Kamala tonight. And I was like 16 at the time. I said, you're joking, right? And he says, no. He says, Kamala's in the back waiting for you. Go talk to him. And I am nervous as nervous can be, butterflies in my stomach, you name it. And I go back there, and he was – he was the sweetest, most soft-toned guy you would ever meet in your life. I said, hello, I'm Sean. He introduced himself. He said, he said so you're going to be managing me tonight. I said, well, that's the plan. And uh, he says, well, what can you do? And I said, I can do anything you need me to. He says, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. And uh, they wanted him to do the big splash on me, but he'd gotten up there in age where his knees were starting to get a little bit bad, so he'd worked out some other things. But um, fortunately, because Big Daddy's sister and I did not get along, I did not end up working that event. Um, I had a discussion with her earlier in the day that uh, ended in a parting of ways, and Big Daddy, unfortunately, did not, (sighs) even though I was doing a lot of work for him and brought him a lot of talent, did not step in and step up for me at that time. So I ended up turning around and coming home. But I also got to meet Toko Beware at that night and a couple others, but Kamala was just that would have been so much fun and uh, being 16 years old and being able to manage Kamala, uh, that was the highlight for me, you know, to even be uh, considered for that role um, was a highlight for me because I didn't, I didn't expect that. I was one week into the company. I'd worked one show for big daddy. And um, um, he said, kid, he says, you've got something here. He says, you can go out there and get those people to hate you. I tell you that. And uh, they were going to have Kamala turn on me and smash me in the corner. And, oh, it would have been so much fun. That would that would have been a real highlight of my career. So, Kamala, um, pleasure meeting you, my friend. Sorry we couldn't work together as planned. But um, one of the all-time legends of this business, for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. I, I only got to see his WWE stuff, so. I have to send you some of his WCW stuff on YouTube later when I have some time. Because uh, there's yeah. a, he was a part of, there was a thing that WCW did in like 95, 96, and it was a three tier cage. It was three cages stacked on top of each oh my other. Shit. And he was a part of that with, with when Hulk Hogan was trying yeah. to run Hulkamanian WCW. It was good stuff. 
Um, not, no. not the most high-rated stuff that you'll ever see, because WCW back then was starting to get a little cartoonish, too, but it was it was decent. As a, as a child, I was terrified. Then again, it was Kevin Sullivan, though, who wouldn't be terrified of Kevin yeah. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, Kevin yeah, it's Sullivan. Very I gotta say, Kevin very Sullivan very made you made you believe that he was in league with Satan. I mean, honestly, I mean to the point to the point where I mean, you know, I I I think that there were probably oh church going people that were told. Don't you down there? Don't you dare go to them wrestling matches on Saturday night, because that there <laughs> demonic Satanist Kevin Sullivan will be down there. Oh and my if God! You watch Kevin Sullivan, you gonna go to hell, yo? And I could just, I could just, sounds, I mean, it sounds like what they used to say about Kiss. If you go to a Kiss concert, you're you're worshiping Satan. You're worshiping the devil. You're going to hell. Right, exactly. So these to well, exactly what these used to say about kiss. Well, yeah, and well, you know, and this is one of the things that the uh, far right religious nut jobs they always. Yeah. They I've got a friend who's yeah, he tells me all the time. Yeah, they said the kiss was an acronym for Knights in Satan's Service, and oh, um, I and uh, let's. I can't. Um, oh, ACDC was Antichrist Devil's Child. So, no, it was. And, it, and, it was okay. It, it was a description of, the description of how electric current runs. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, but. Jesus. Yeah. But and other anyway. people used to oh. say it was. Other people used to say it was ACDC as in bisexual as well. Oh, jeez. So, all right. Yeah. Well, let's let's get back. Let's get back on track here. Um, this is um, from a uh, video of uh, um, Inside WWF. And uh, this is the late, great uh, Hall of Famer George the Animal Steel talking about uh, about working with uh, Kamala. And this is and this is pretty interesting in and of itself too. Kamala was a great talent. He was a great talent. I think I had my greatest cartoon match in the world with him. It was it was over the top. It was in the gardens. And uh, Kamala, you know, so we go in the ring, and at that time I'm about 300 pounds too, and he's about 400 pounds. And he's got this thing, and so he comes, and I go. We, go to the, we get right at each other, and we're going. <laughs> like a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Like we were both mystified, and I reach over and I touch the moon that he has on his, like it's cocaine or something. Ah! And he runs, puts his foot over the rope, but he's barefooted, so I stomp on the other foot. Now he hops around the ring, da 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 da. We got this whole thing going on big time, going on big time. And uh, but the finish is, uh, uh, they're going to. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to chase the mask man out of the ring, and then Curtis is going to catch me with that that. Uh, a cone. It was a cone like a, a horn. He's going to catch me with that, and they're going to roll me in. He's going to come over the top and give me the thing. So, in the gardens, I had never ever been carried out. I've always come out for twenty some years. So they said, uh, 
After that, we'll just roll you over and you walk out. I said, bull crap. If you're going to bring a 400-pounder down on me, bring the gurney out. Let's go all the way because he's coming back with Hulk Hogan. So bring the gurney out. And uh, when, they, when, they, when I'm laying there, you, can just, you got real heat. It's silence. It's totally silence. And as a cartoon character, I didn't get that kind of heat very often. And as they brought the gurney out, it was, you could just, we could have had a riot. I mean, it was really touch and go. And uh, uh, they rolled me out. And then I have to go to the commission doctor and get a brain scan because I had a head injury. And they found out I didn't have any brains. That was a given. I knew that was coming. And then uh, uh, King Curtis, I ran into him in Hawaii when we were doing the show over there. And I'm the one that called Vince and said, this guy's a great talker. He can't work anymore. He's kind of crippled and so on, but a great piece of, uh, you know, in Morocco and all that. We need to bring him in. So I told, and I told Curtis to call Vince, and he did, and that's why they brought him in. So now he does that to me. Sides, side, you know, I got a lot of side stories. Uh, there's a place in New York at that time. It's called the Holleran House. It's Kitty Corner uh, in the, uh, from uh, Waldorf Astoria, you know, the yeah. hotel there. So it's a high rent. Four hundred, five hundred dollar rent. Park, park Avenue. Yeah, and uh, so when I uh, when they were getting ready for WrestleMania one, I was still teaching, and I called Vince. He didn't return my call, so I got an agent. And I did the first major national television for Minolta uh, computer, and uh, they put me in this hotel, uh, the uh, high rent motel. And uh, they got to move me from my room to another room because uh, they put me into a, uh, a suite, Mickey Mantle suite, as a matter of fact. And they, somebody else has got it coming, so they got to move me to a regular room. The room agent is Peter Demetrius. Remember that name? Peter Demetrius is a huge wrestling fan, and he thinks George Steele is crazy. Now, at this time, I haven't turned babyface yet at all. So he's got to get me from a, a suite to a regular room. So, and I didn't know this. I would have had a ball with him. He comes up with five bellhops. To control you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this serious stuff. And so they, I come out, yeah, and they move me. But I don't know. I'd, I'd had pillows tore up. I'd, you know. Anyhow, they move me, but he becomes a very good friend. I set it up so that certain guys, because guys would go to hotels and just have a disaster. So with Peter Demetrius, if I gave the guy's name, they could stay at that hotel. Valentine stayed there. King Curtis was staying there. I stayed there. There was a hillbilly gym. Just guys that were not going to cause a problem stayed there uh, for $48, $500, $400 rooms. But he was a wrestling fan. Now that night with Kamala, he's at ringside. I got in the corner seat, ringside. Uh, we do the things. They carry me out. He's so pissed off and hot. He goes back to the hotel, has him go up to King's room, take all of his stuff out, pack the suitcases up nice and neat, and kick him out of the hotel. <laughs> True story. <laughs> he comes back there, he gets kicked out of the hotel because he, he hurt George. That's a great side story that most people don't know. Well, that's when fans cared. Oh, yeah, believed. absolutely. Oh, they believed it 100%. Mm -hmm. And then they, I mean, he just <laughs> kicked him out of the hotel. <laughs> so I see King the next day says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Can you get me back in the room? No, you're out of here. Kimchi, the masked handler. Yeah. Was this Lombardi back then? Too? No, Lombardi could have done that. Yes, it was Lombardi. Oh, it was always Lombardi.
<laughs> yes, it's Lombardi. It's always Lombardi. <laughs> All right, guys. Lombardi. I thought so. All right, guys. Well, I want to wish you uh, the good rest of your show, and I will talk to you all uh, next week. And, uh, yep, going to hand it back over to Steve and Katie. Good night, everybody. All right. Night. Take care, Sean. Thank you. So, yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. So, anyway, um, so – now I I actually I worked with him uh in the uh central part of Illinois here in around uh 2004 I believe and that uh you, oh my gosh mm-hmm. great guy just as nice as could be um you know he loved he loved to laugh and he loved to sing um he actually oh. he actually had a pretty good voice in fact uh if I remember right he actually uh released a uh a gospel album. Oh wow! So, yeah, I'm saying yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, um, and of course, you know, like Sean says, we were we were on uh, when the news broke, and so immediately the first person I called was Brian Blair because um, yeah. Cauliflower Alley Club. He was let's put let's be honest. Okay, James was living on disability. Mhm. And um, because I remember, no, and, I, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. They had they had started a GoFundMe for him, not only for to get him out of his van, but to get him some sort right. of entertainment stuff too, like a TV and maybe an Xbox. Like they were trying to do everything they could for him. I can't remember who it was who right. had GoFundMe, but right. they came on our show. And, right. Yeah. Exactly. And and at the and at the same time, Cauliflower Alley saved his saved his house. Um, yeah. now speaking, okay, now, now interesting you say that speaking of GoFundMe that I just happened to catch this, um, <clears throat> and there is a GoFundMe page that has been set up to, um, cover his funeral. So, yeah. um, Cause, uh, because, did nothing for she, the man. because, because his, well, his wife had to, uh, had to quit her job yeah um to care for him full time I can imagine so, so that's uh so that's one of the that's one of the things right there um yeah yeah when i saw so, when I saw him in that wheelchair after they they had taken both his legs, it broke my heart because watching mm-hmm. him he was like i said he he was larger than life now you have to remember. Okay, I'm 13 years old. I'm maybe four foot six. Okay, so he's he's big. I'm I'm maybe right. as big as his thigh, right? But just yeah. I always I I didn't I wasn't afraid of him. I was in awe of him. I was like, yeah. wow, wow. Well, my I mean, dad like, and yo, yeah like, and yeah, my dad would sit there and watch with me, and he said, you know what? He's probably one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. And it's very true. It's very yeah. true. I I had a great time hanging out with him mm-hmm. back in back in oh four in uh yeah. it was uh Lincoln, Illinois, right outside of Springfield. That great guy. Great guy. Um Yeah, but and, what uh, also what also what also tears me up too is when I like I said, we had somebody on doing a GoFundMe for Kamal and he started talking about Kamal and he was talking about Hulk Hogan and Kamala's feud together. 
and right. Hulk Hogan backstage with him, and he says, brother, I'm making large corn off of this. I hope you are, too. And he wasn't even making half of what Hogan was making. No, no. On that, on he that was not. And that, 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 I'm sitting here wanting to cry. You know, the man was, yeah. wasn't treated the way he should have been treated. I don't know if it was because he was, well, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. In Vince's eyes, he was nothing but a big lump to work with. Okay. Right. Exactly. And and because he liked the big muscle, muscled, oiled up guys with the long hair, and and all the girls wanted them, and and the same, you know, and that's that's the type of wrestler he still wants, unfortunately. Um, like, it 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 broke my heart to to hear, you know, like I don't know if it was a black thing or if it was if it was a, an obese thing or what it was, but I mean, like it makes you also think. How was Yokozuna treated? How was yeah? How how like? I mean, hell, it wouldn't matter. I mean, this big boss man wouldn't have given a shit anyways because he had a job outside of wrestling anyway. Anyhow, right? Right? He he was actually he actually was a jail guard, you know. But how yeah. was Bam Bam treated? How were these other big names treated? And one man gang, and look what they did to him. They totally. Totally made a fool of him. They did, they destroyed him. They turned him into a white right. black man. Yeah, you know, exactly. That, like, like one man gang, one one man gang, and and um and big boss man feud was incredible. Watching those two go at it, you know. But it it makes you sit and think. What what we heard about Kamala a few years back, like it makes you think. How was Bundy treated? How was Kevin Sullivan oh, well, treated but Bundy, as, well, Bundy as, was as a treated human being? Because, well, you know what though? Okay, we have to we have to play. Unfortunately, we have to play the card. I'm just talking big men, okay. and, and I'm I'm, I'm saying big men in, in general. Oh well, no, that I mean Vince loved Vince still loves his big guys. I mean we know that. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, I mean but... he. Oh, I mean he barely he barely lets the smaller guys even on. His on the shows, and usually yeah. for those, they're well, you Viking Raiders. He loves them all the best. You can tell. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look about it. Viking the Raiders. Are different now. Um, you know, the. I mean, you know, all the all these all the guys. I mean, we've we've constantly we've had the uh, the Jinder Mahal thing that uh, we mm-hmm. that we played and mm-hmm. that. And that you know, and that's it. Big big guys are Vince's forte. He loves yeah. those. He loves the those big, big men. Vascular. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. oh. Yeah. And that's, so, that's what make, upsets me. He doesn't see. He doesn't see a human's worth. He sees what he can make from them. Right. Not exactly. what they're worth. That's it. It's all to Vince. Yeah. It's all dollar signs. A hundred percent of the time, you know. Yeah. So. Um, it does. It makes me ill. You know how it makes me feel. Yeah. I come from a oh, family yeah. that's bigger. So. And my stepfather's a bigger man too, so. Right. Like I, I mean, I take off to my father's right. side. <clears throat> well, I, I'm I'm no I'm no I'm no mini mini little tiny itty bitty thing either. But you know, I'm not a big girl. Right. So, I get right, it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of Vince, uh, this just happens to uh, hit across there. Um, WWE was supposed to tape two episodes of uh, SmackDown uh, back on the 4th there on the 7th and the 14th. Well, Mm-mm. those tapings were canceled at the last moment. Um, part of it was Vince was just um, poo-pooing ideas left and right. And then oh, the main factor, apparently, according to Mike Johnson, com, is that there were some positive COVID-19 cases. No, I'm not surprised. I'm not. Not no, surprised. No, me that. either, unfortunately. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not one of those things that, you know, knowing knowing Vince and knowing how that company works, would, uh, mm-hmm. would seem to would seem to go. He came, he, he was running it just taking temperatures, and he was also letting fam, family members of wrestlers be part of the the audience to bulk up the audience. Right. You can't do right. that. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. And I mean, I'm glad Roman got out just as it happened. He's like, no, I'm I'm died. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. I'm immunocompromised. Nope. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh. Exactly. Nope. Exactly. You know, and that's and that's I'm, the, and I'm that's the, and that's really that's really. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, exactly. I, I, just how can you not have a create a safe work environment? How can you not? I mean. Well, first of I all, mean, you're here in Florida. That, for starters. I hate to do it. Right, well, I'm gonna say because it it does it goes back. I hate to say it, but it goes back to politics. Um, I know, because, I know. I, hands um, were greased because remember they said after WrestleMania they were taking a break, and then all of a sudden, oh, we talked to the governor, you know, and now, I mean, yeah, and, well, and you know, yeah, Trump had something to do with is, it too because Trump, well, exactly. Trump was demanding well, that, that Florida you know, open long before they were ready. Right, 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 and and Florida's Florida's feeling the results. Well, he wants to open the whole flipping country mm-hmm. early because he's trying to he's trying to save mm-hmm. he's trying to save his job because when he does get kicked out, he's getting arrested and he's going to prison and he's never getting out. But That's anyway, to, uh, well, get, he ain't going. Trust me, he's getting back in this, this term, okay, with his running mate. And everything. No, not right, not right now. So. Right now, the way the polls are, the way the polls are, um, Trump's Trump's a dead man walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as long yeah. as, as crime, long crime as we against keep, humanity. Okay. <laughs> right. Seriously. Oh, exactly. I mean, he could. I mean, seriously, he could get hauled to the Hague uh, right now. Yeah. And but anyways, he never, he that was one of the out. reasons why the WWE kept going is because Trump, Trump and Vince are best friends, and you know, of course, it was Vince like you gotta help me out, old old well, Trumpy boy, you know, gotta help well, me out here. Well, here here it is. I'll break it down again. We talked about it several weeks ago when this uh, when this all went down, um, yeah. or actually a couple of months ago. Now it's been um, yeah, <clears throat> Linda McMahon, who was. Um, Trump's uh, small business administration had. I remember. Left the administration to go 
work for a Trump super PAC. Mm-hmm. Now, DeSantis, who's the governor of Florida, L, is a is a Trump disciple to yeah. the nth degree. And oh, man. so what happened was that the super PAC that Linda McMahon heads up yeah. handed him a huge donation. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, professional wrestling was declared an essential, essential business in Florida. Now, it's still, right. It's yeah. still, right. I mean, it still didn't mean that uh, they could have um, people in, people. you know, to uh, yeah. to see to see it, but mm-hmm. they can still they can still keep working and that yeah and so you know so that's yeah. what uh, so that's that's what instigated the entire thing so that's so that yeah. is where and, that all and the workers are, and the workers are going to say yes because they have families to feed mortgages to pay and and whatnot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, which, you know, it that's it's it's something that, um, uh, you know, I talked about. I well, I should say, a thought hit my head um, this morning. I was okay. I was going about doing some normal. You know, just everyday type stuff and that. And all of a sudden, it hit me. And it hit me pretty big. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, what are these poor NXT UK guys doing? I'm yeah. I mean, it's like they surely can't be still getting paid because there's nothing well, they're not wrestling. to pay them with. So, yeah, exactly. And they don't have their independent um, companies to fall back on. So, Progress, ICW, and all of that. And we'll talk about Progress and ICW in a minute. Um, Yeah. So, it's like, I'm wondering how many of these guys are homeless whether they're in their car or what have you, or trying to find, yeah, or trying to find other jobs, which is very difficult right now because mm-hmm. we're, because they are living in a post-Brexit UK. They don't yes. have the rest of the European Union to fall on because the Tories managed to convince the population that uh hey we don't we don't need or want to be part of this European Union anymore. So they managed yeah. to sway a vote. Yeah, but it wasn't everybody the, that of, did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh God no Scotland voted overwhelmingly against it and oh, Scotland a long time, long time. They were the first ones to go. They're like, uh uh-uh, bye, see you. Yeah, well they're, they're well the first one Scotland's to say we're out of here. UK. Yeah. Well, they they can't say they can't say that because they're tied by the Treaty of Union, and yeah, yeah. you guys you guys want to study that? It's a very interesting situation 
it's an interesting document. Um, you know, go online and find that. So, so anyway, um, so so right now they're in an economy that's in free fall. There are not regular jobs out there to be had for these guys. So you know what? You know, what are mm-hmm. what are they doing? What are these? I mean, they, there's no way any of them was ever making enough money to get them to get themselves to keep themselves above water. Sustain, yeah, yeah. To sustain themselves just in case. Right. I mean, right. what we what we talked a couple of weeks ago could... that that you'd be surprised if 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 NXT UK even comes back after COVID. Oh yes, that that was that was my that was my call several weeks ago. Was mm-hmm. that uh, there will that's yeah that uh, NXT UK is is done. So sad. There's a lot of great talent. Yeah. Really great <clears throat> yeah. talent. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I'll tell you what, what why don't we since we're since we're at it, let's uh, go ahead and we'll talk about we'll talk about Raw from Monday. Um Okay. And of course uh yeah, you know, of course uh the beginning was the uh contract signing in the case of uh Dominic Mysterio, um a double contract mm-hmm. signing because of course he's Mm-hmm. Signing for the match, but he's also, Seth. you know, legitimately signing to become a oh, WWE well contractor. Okay. Um, yeah. And and Samoa Joe was in it, so that uh, really, so that you know, and and Joe and and. Uh, um, Rollins going at it was definitely it, it made it made some it made some real solid drama in there looked uh, yeah looked real good uh, yeah then uh, then from there um, Rollins goes on to uh, beat uh, Umberto Carrillo then um, then from there uh, we have uh, we have the uh, Segment um, with the uh, Street Profits, or I'm sorry, with the yeah Street Profits. Then uh, the in ring mm-hmm. uh, segment with uh, with Selena Vega uh, led into oh, yeah. match with uh, Angelo Dawkins Andrade, where Dawkins was victorious. Um, with a little, with a little help from uh, Bianca Belair, who Ooh, kept yeah. uh, Vega from uh, interfering, and that which then led to the uh, Belair Vega match, which yeah, the, the, uh, the um, ass kicking of Vega. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, that, I, 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 I will not sit here and say that I do not like Zelina Vega because I do. I appreciate her, but I like. I like that she yeah. better come up and good talent. Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. 
and that's and that's the whole that's the whole idea is that you know she got ragdolled. She got ragdolled. The bad person. She did. She did. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. In the end, always you know, at, at the at the end of the day, the good guy eventually does win. Yeah. You know. Well, Bel Belair um, is no is no is Bel Belair is is not nothing to mess with either. She's tough. Oh no! I was I just mean, hoping she. I, I mean, I wanted to see. It. I wanted she, her to whip Zelina with her, with her ponytail like she used to. Everybody oh, I else know. I was, wait, I was waiting for the hair whip. I was whip. like, come on. I was waiting nope. for the hair whip. Yeah. But um. <laughs> you know, but uh, but I mean, Belair is a Belair is a I get a kick at her. Yeah. In track, yeah. she was. I mean, at, at Tennessee, she was in track. Um, you know. She's got. I mean, she's got incredible speed out of the blocks. I've I've seen videos of her racing, and it's like, holy yeah. crap! I mean, you know, why is she? You know, it's almost like why is she doing wrestling and not an Olympic runner? I mean, she could she could have made a ton of money country. doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. entirely yeah. could have. And she and and deals and everything. I mean, she would she would have made a ton. No question about it. Yeah. No, but. Yeah. Well, this is hey, the life she chose instead. No, exactly. She loves it, and hey, good for her. You can tell. Um, good honor, exactly. Right. Then, yeah. Uh, then you get a uh, um, a teaser with uh, Apollo Cruz in a non-title match, losing to Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, which is which is uh you know leading up to um SummerSlam. the rematch with uh rematch with MVP in a couple of weeks at SummerSlam. Um Yeah. Then <sighs> um you get uh then you get the uh um Mickey James segment where she announces she's yeah. been cleared and is able to Come back, which that segment is interrupted by um, Natty and uh, yeah, Lana. Natty the, and Lana. Lana. Oh my Lana goodness! The, is this Lana the sex? Is, is this Lana's we'll last ditch effort? To, is this Lana's last ditch effort to be something in the WWE? Like to put them two together. It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of what. They're total polar opposites. If you've ever watched, if you've ever watched True True Divas, you know they can't really. They like they have a love hate hate for each other. You know, like they they fought the most on that show. So to see them together. Well, yeah, like, but what? Of course, I mean, that that's all scripted too. So parts of it, yeah, most of it. But I mean, like, yeah. it yeah. to see them together, it's like what you're going from right. Lashley. To being with Natty, would Natty feel sorry for you or something? Well, of course. I mean, the storyline the storyline they, like they put is that uh, those two are like you know, gal pals, are like BFF and that, yeah, yeah. So, oh, we're two so gal pals. That, so you, yeah, right, right, exactly. Oh my god! So, no. you know, now they here, got the hearing them, like, hear them Twitter you know, like, yeah, sort of interrupt you. But hear them twitter back and forth oh. like like little birds last night. Oh, I just it it was really. Is this all we have? 
Come on, Vince. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. right now this is kind of where you're stuck at because of because of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, understood. So anyway, right. So then, um, you have uh, the Viking Raiders, Ricochet and uh, Cedric Alexander uh, defeat Akira Tozawa and his uh, ninjas mm-hmm. by ninjas with. When that was over, um, Sazawa starts walking up the ramp, yelling at the ninjas, when all of a sudden, one of the ninjas rolls up Tozawa, referees right there, one, two, three, and mm-hmm. Tozawa is no longer the 24-7-7-11 I-95 European <laughs> television champion. Yeah. And I can't believe I managed to get that all out. Um, it is now for the 365th time, our truth is the 24-7 champion. Thank goodness. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I, I love this storyline for him. I have from the beginning. I mean, I understand that we treated it as a joke when it first happened, but I, I love it. Especially when it was him and Camilla. Well. You know, hide, well, hiding truth. Truth. All the costumes. Well, Vince, Vince, <laughs> loves, well, Vince, Vince loves Ron. Vince, yeah. thinks, Vince thinks basically, most thinks Ron is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, he now, is funny. If, and he, 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 if you look at his COVID oh, videos, he, he is hilarious. He's off the wall. Okay. <laughs> oh, He's like, like the little Jimmy, little Jimmy Live. off the wall. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's something else. Um, yeah. So then get uh, Peyton Royce defeating oh. Liv Morgan, Ugh. and I still wonder if. And I know this is, I know this is disgusting, but you know, if if she's in, if she's in the mood. Oh, and of course, uh, everybody knows she's married to Sean Spears. Does she does she have the music play and does she does she walk into the bedroom naked, turn around and do that little hip swing thing that she does in, at the at the at the iconic Oh you're the terrible. Iconic intros. I know it. I know it. Oh God. what can this I say? Is terrible. I know. I know. That's funny. But it's just it's just like the it's just like it's just like when I saw her doing this, that was my first thought. It's like, it's like, does Sean get that at night from her? Maybe. <laughs> Play Maybe. the music and you know, walk walk to the bedroom naked and turn around and do that little uh, you know, hip swing thing. <clears throat> going. Who knows? Maybe. Come on. You know, oh, my God. I'm, except I'm sure. She doesn't do it in that screechy voice. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, oh, I hope uh, not. Well, uh, we've seen them on 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 the oh man, what's on on the road trip trip episodes. They, their voices aren't that annoying. So no, no, no. They they play they play it they play it up to to the absolute max, and that. So yeah. 
so that uh, yep. so which so that did nothing to uh help the idea of uh the uh, of uh bringing the riot squad back together so no oh. well it it is what it is what it is and right. well yeah but other you know, interests outside or at least of wrestling that, or at least that version yeah or at least <clears throat> that version of the riot squad so <clears throat> All right, so then um, uh, Asuka, Asuka beats Bailey. Excellent, excellent match. Um, you know, oh, yeah, and Asuka it, did you awesome. Know, great, uh, great, great lead into, uh, you know, Asuka rematching versus Banks in a couple of weeks. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see how far they're going to go in leading into the idea mm-hmm. of finally giving us Banks versus Bailey. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see them clash. I'll be honest. Yeah. 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 So. Excuse me. All right. Pardon me. I had dinner right. just before the show. So then, so did I. So did I. But you knew that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rush, rush. So. Um, yeah. So then there was the. So then there was the well, Raw Underground, aka direct ripoff of uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport segment. Oh. Um, yeah, I didn't pay attention with, uh, to Raw Underground this week. Yeah, I, I, I think I actually fell asleep during that, and that, and that includes the fact that Shayna Baszler was in it. Um, yeah. See, I didn't pay attention. I didn't know that. I knew that the, yeah. that that was happening. That that was going to happen. That she was going to be in there, but um, I didn't actually. I didn't actually see it. And then. And then they show the segment that uh, I still don't know who a okay segment in the first place, and then b who decided to allow it to air when oh like twelve hours earlier here up yeah. here in Chicago there had been mass organized looting in the loop. Windows, windows uh, broken out of businesses oh. and stuff like that, and yeah. they go ahead and they. Oh, well, there's a looting I want to talk where about too. Retribution, where retribution throws the cinder block through the front window, um, and then overturn a car in the parking lot. You know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Speaking of looting, just you know, it's get, it is getting disgusting. Now, the looting I want to talk yeah. about is the one that just happened in Chicago. I don't know if you heard about this, Steve, but a bunch of idiots decided to loot a house, and it turned out to be a Ronald McDonald house. Yeah, where oh, believe me, I heard all about stay, it. Well, when their kids are in the hospital, right. and it's usually only like about yeah. a mile and a half or so away. We've, we've got a couple, you know? They're really close to right. the hospital. Oh, yeah. Families go and stay there, and you're going right. to go there and loot? I didn't get all the particulars because... I was trying to, I was trying to shove food down my throat hole, and before the show, 
So I didn't get all the particulars. So if you know anything else about that, fill me in. I've got the link. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at well, it. Well, there's, I mean, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot, there was a lot of stuff going on that, uh, okay, I've that got the overnight link. and that, I mean, we're, um, I mean, El, Sheila and I were sitting here watching the news and the reporter is coming, is coming live and she yeah. is there as people are carrying stuff out of these stores through the windows that they broke, stuffing them in their cars and driving off. And they're getting, I mean, they're getting a, a clear look at the license plates and everything. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh, talk about weirdos, stupid idiots. Yeah. So, Anyway. Yeah, this 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 one yeah, um, this one here at the Ronald I mean, McDonald House. It yeah. says as the looters smashed the front right. door while trying to get inside this week, according to staff. The charity says more than thirty families as well as some sick kids with them were left frightened by those who smashed the windows as they ransacked the Windy City during Monday's chaotic crime spree. They're very concerned. There's a lot of activity right in front of the house, people making choices that could put them at, at risk and put our families at risk. Yeah, just this why would you Mm. Yeah. That's just exactly. Come on. Yeah. That's... Right. Oh my right. god. Exactly. There's no need for this. Right. It is. It's it's absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous. It yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. So All right. So then, okay. So the main, so the main event, um, Randy Orton, in order to uh, keep his uh, um, character going, beats beats Kevin Owens, and then um, the rest of it was just disgusting. Then uh, Ric Flair, right? The the rest of it was uh, Ric Flair um, getting. Uh, getting put out of TV. So yeah, Randy saying he's riding his coattails. Yeah. yeah. So that was you know. So that was so that was uh, so that was the yeah, end. And then he of, gets a low blow. Mm-hmm. End of Raw. Yep. Yep. So all right, well, and so we are coming up to. Uh, the top of the hour. Katie, are you in studio right now? No, I'm about to get in studio. I just logged into my computer just oh, now. Oh, okay. And all I had time okay. was to read that, okay. that little blurb of, of the, the Ronald McDonald House thing, and then I'm going to go in. Okay? Okay. Right now I'm writing an intervention and locking well, my door. I'm going to give you... Okay. Well, then uh, I will give you. I will give you a couple of minutes here to uh, go ahead and get logged on and I'll have you, I'll have you pick a song for, I'll pick oh, and play I a song for breaks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I hate picking songs. I hate picking songs. I do. I hate it. <laughs> well, I mean, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. But I'll, I, I do hate it because one, because I don't know what's on, on the board for songs so it's just like uh, the the scroll 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 
Hmm. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, imagine, I gotta get imagine how I feel. I, I sit and I look at this. Yeah. I look at this stuff, and it's and it's like, okay, who are these people? You know, I don't I don't know yeah. who half these bands are. It's like. Yeah, I mean, and another thing too, yeah. folks, we've been hearing for the past three years that Sean is going to clean up the soundboard. Has it happened? No. Is there all kinds of stuff in there that we do not need? You're damn right. There's all kinds of stuff in there we do not need. I've done some house cleaning. I've done some house cleaning. I just yeah. haven't done a whole lot. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look at some of these. I gotta get some of these. Um, like these uh, coronet sound clips, yeah, off and that that are like you know, two years old, and everything. So yeah. you if, know, if he'll let you. <laughs> all right. So. Yeah. All right. Just, so so yeah. have you spoke? You got I'm in getting in, there. I'm, in I'm there? getting there. I have, I have, I have the the password saved. So written down. So I have to find oh, it I and know, go type it in there and everything. I all this other good crap. Oh. Right, right. Da, 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 well, da, 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 da. Al, so oh crap! Get, get Darren, back here now. The cookies. Okay, I need. I'm gonna need his. Now I need you to send me his the the login info. I have have the password. I just need the login info. Cause oh, you mean oh you mean his email? Yeah, because somebody cleared the cookies. And once the cookies are cleared, okay, then yeah. Not, there you go. That's that. I just okay. sent it. All right. All right. Uh, then I'll be I'll be in there momentarily. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Uh, you're you're hearing behind the scenes stuff. Uh, on back to base uh, on a back right. to basic new so, uh, right. definitely new show. Right. <laughs> so 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 um. Thanks so for putting when up we come with back it. in hour two, I'm going to talk about a uh, wrestling company, quote unquote, that. Uh, I found that I found out about on uh, one of the websites that uh, we use for source material, and I've been and I've been and I watched a little bit of of what they do. And why can't I get into the dance it's studio? Different. It's different. I can't get in. It won't let me into the studio. It's only let me in as a as a. It looks like I'm just part of the. The show. I can't get into the studio. What in the hell? Will let me log in or nothing? You sign in. What? What's it, what's it, it, I, it saying did, here? But, okay, hold on a second. Okay, just. All right. Because right. I've I'll, been having you know, to use my explorer, and all I've got is help and upgrade. And I can't mm. get into the damn studio. Yeah. See, see, I use see that thing. Microsoft Edge. I you know. I swore I was never going to use another Microsoft browser ever again, but yeah. uh, I love Edge. Edge is a great browser. Oh, well, so. Oh. All right. I so, gotta go into Google and see right, if so, I know I have to go so into Google I, so and see I if I can just, sign out that way. And I don't know if I can. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't worry about it. I have. I'll pull. I'll pull something. Like, yeah, I I'll pull something right yeah. here. No, I got to switch browsers. Period. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just I'll just do this. Um, just so throw I'm going to hit something. We'll be. Yeah. So.
So we'll be back in around five minutes. You are listening to ERN Presents TNT on BTR. We'll be right back.
this Saturday night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory. Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Waller in a fully empty arena match. Our main event, Arnold Ziffel Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! Yeah, I got to get me some of that there craptastic wrestling. <laughs> me too. I need me some car. I wonder if it comes with it at least one roll of toilet paper. Toilet paper. And 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 if it does, will yeah. it be recycled? Will it be recycled single ply or two ply or a double roll? Will they go all out and give us the double roll for craptastic? It's it's craptastic. We better get in, man. I want hey, I want my toilet paper money's worth. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's exactly. a hot commodity for exactly. you. It's okay. It's okay here now, but yeah. Anyway, it's, got, it's gotten better here. I'm in the, the, I'm in the freaking is, studio. It, yeah, white. <laughs> yes, it's well. I'm in the now freaking it's, studio. Now it's the whites that uh, that uh, aren't happening, and uh, according to Clorox, uh, they won't be they will oh, wow. be back up to snuff in 2021. Well, I'll tell I'll tell oh. you people what to do. I know I I haven't noticed it around here because well, I use a normal spray bottle and a cloth. Okay, like like we were taught to do when we were really small before. When the only thing that that wipes are butt wipes. Okay, so what you do? Take a butt wipe, all right, and spray uh. it with alcohol. Spray it with alcohol or your favorite cleaning solution, <gasps> and you have. You have yourself a disinfecting wipe. Yeah. There you go. Now, I've Bot got, wipes are I've good got, and thick. I you know. use them because. Yeah. Well, that's you use true. them because you like that's to true. use them. So what? Who cares if you use them? Just don't right. flush them. Well, no, I no. Not well, for, actually, yeah. they do have flushable ones. <laughs> they say they're flushable. I don't care but, what they say. They're going to screw up your septic system at some point. <laughs> they don't break down. Well. Well, but anyways, this is not the butt wipe show. I, I don't. I don't know. Clorox I don't. Wipe show. I don't right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. My my. Uh, back to back to more TNT on BTR. Uh, I am the uh, dean of wrestling referee Steve Kane, and uh, joining me is as always my uh, lovely co-host. The reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, chaotic Kitty. All right. All right. Well. Um. All right, I got I got to tell I got to tell you about about this one. Um it's to me I I just it 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 it, cra- it cracks me up. Um okay. As far as the um as far as what uh um is going on over in uh in Japan. 
Um, oh, oh my! Let's see here. I got it. They don't I, fool I around it. in Japan, so if something cracks you up, yeah. So, um, so anyway, this. All right. So there is there is this company out out there in Japan. Um, okay. And belongs and it belongs to uh, Emi Sakura, who. Um, a lot of American fans know she uh when when she is able to be here in the States, uh she works for AEW. Um mm-hmm. but um but she but she runs this company called Gato Move Pro Wrestling and their and their and their group is called Choco Pro. And okay. Choco for okay. Okay. Choco. okay. Right. Um American American or English spelling is C H O C O Choco Pro. Okay. Okay. And and their logo is this like brown square like a like a like a chocolate square with a big with a big C in the middle with a slanted exclamation point. All right. So I found out about it on Last Word on ProWrestling.com. And so I happened to catch um, one of their, you know, live events. Well, right, of course, right now their live events are strictly uh, running on their on their website and on their and on their YouTube. Yeah. And, That's what you were saying. Yeah. And this thing... Um okay, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. They I mean, the setting at least right now appears to be a classroom in an elementary school. Alrighty then. They wrestle they wrestle on a mat. On a mat. Not in a ring, on a mat. That is okay. Probably five five feet by uh, by eight feet. Oh, so your top. standard gym mat, your standard gym mat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's just it's it's very it's very strange, and it's like it's like y'all. Why? You'll have it's like you'll have one of the wrestlers. Referee, it's like they have two matches on a show, and Kenny Omega mm. and Rio have have wrestled on on a on a Choco Pro show. This was back when uh, they when they had people were able to have people in there, and that and there was actually quite a few okay. people watching this, which uh, surprised me. You know, so right now they're. They're fighting in what appears to be an elementary school classroom. Um, they use oh the windows God. to to uh, do their aerial moves out of. It was just like I'm I'm looking and they and they had another live one um, early this morning, but uh, I was not I was not awake at uh, at 5 a.m. to watch them do this again. And that, and it's just like, it's just like, 
are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And you know, and this is and this is a yeah. big and this is a big deal with them. And they're going to have uh, um, in uh, two in two more in two more shows. They're going to celebrate uh, Emmy's twenty uh, fifth anniversary in the business. Oh wow! So it's yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe. I mean, if you look at her, she does not mm-hmm. look like she's been around twenty five years. They don't age. But of course, twenty five years. <laughs> she's y'all. She's only like in her mid thirties. Yeah. They age very, very slowly. Oh. It's all attributed to their diet. Right. And they also and they also start very, very young. Yeah. I mean, you know, and a lot a lot of these a lot of these gals make their what, debuts their careers? at like okay, 14. Their, 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 okay. Their career in sports or their career in moisturizing? Like which? Like, oh, they, my well, goodness. They probably start their career in moisturizing at two. They start the career in sports at like uh at like uh they start training at twelve and at fourteen mm-hmm. they make their debuts. And well, that. yeah. Dependence upon the sport, yes. I mean back I mean 'cause back in the day, um it was a big it was a big deal when the uh jumping bomb angels left Japan mm-hmm. and came to the US because they came at what at that time was the mandatory retirement age for Japanese women wrestlers, which was 25. Yeah. What, you, you've so, worn your no. usefulness? Goodbye. You've worn out your usefulness? Goodbye? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, God. well, it's like, it's like okay, yeah. you've done Got to get you out before, before you time. look old. Well, well. Yeah, but it's also now it's time to uh, go home, be wife, mother, kids, yeah. and do all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it sounds like the boy band, so, the new yeah, when she got too old, like a, they cycled you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, so, so this is what Choco Pro is, is professional wrestling, quote-unquote, on a mat. Mm-hmm. But, this, Ouch. But, this is, but let's put it this way. This is a country that and we know this because uh, the first time that we had Royce Isaacs on, he had just come back from Japan, uh, from Marin, Japan, where they actually did a wrestling show on a moving train. Oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, so, I heard about that. Yeah. So it's, I heard about you know, that. I actually saw that. That's what I saw. That. That's why I, I saw posed clips that of it when we had him on. Yeah. It's like, it's like, are you kidding? This is this is crazy. Wow. But this is probably just as crazy. Now, if you if you if you really want to be fat, y'all get something and go. What did I just watch? Watch an episode yeah. of Choco Pro on YouTube. Okay, is it what did okay. I just watch in a good way, or I'm not going to get those brain cells back in a bad way? I'm still trying to figure out where I'm at on that. So, <laughs> no, you watch it. You watch it and figure out for yourself. Mm. Um, if I'm if I'm going to lose brain cells, I think I'll pass. I mean, yeah. if, if I'm going to see if I'm going to see penises 
do wrestling moves, uh, I think I'll pass. Yeah. But just, exactly. No. Exactly. So. <laughs> so. No. So any. So anyway. Um. Now. Oh man. Last now last night's uh, now of course uh, last night's dynamite. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, we there was there was good. It was actually kind of up and down for once. Um, you've got. Uh, you had uh, the Young Bucks uh, defeat uh, the Dark Order. Uh, in this case, yeah. Baluno and Stu Grayson. Um, then you have your first surprise of the night. A former WWE talent makes mm-hmm. his AEW debut. And no, it was not a wrestler. It was Mike Kyoto. Yeah, I noticed that. that. I was just like, whoa. That shocked the crap out of me. It's like, Kyoto? Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's good to see him. And the brand new belt, um, I, 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 will, I will admit, I mean, I, I love Cody to death. I'm disappointed that, you know, new belt was not followed by new champion. Yeah, we but had a little talk that, about that. I guess that's going to be right. But I guess that's going to wind up uh, possibly being Brody Lee. Um, hmm. Then you had uh, then you had uh, the uh, tag team champs uh Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega beat the Jurassic Express. I loved Luchasaurus coming out and talking to the camera at the the beginning. Hey, Mom, 65 million years, (laughs) but I finally made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! I like Luchasaurus. They should have won. I don't care. They should have won. Yeah, I was... Well, I love it. You know, I think I think they're I think they're saving I think they're saving a tag team run for them until maybe sometime later on. And that. Well, I hope they're um, going to give them one. I hope they're going to give them one period. I just really hope they're not building it up to piss us oh, off yeah. and and them off as well. Oh yeah. But cuz I love you know, these guys. But I mean, you know, right. Well, but you know, I mean, some people, you know, there are wrestlers who don't need titles. To be over. That's true. You That's know. true. And I mean, I mean, I, I, I've said, I, I have said it before. Gold is nice to have, but it isn't everything. And as far as I'm concerned, I, you didn't a, earn that gold if you did not get a bloody, a bloody crimson mask to go with it. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. truly well, earn it. Truly earn it. I, I'm sorry. That's how yeah. I feel. Right, right. You, you need to get hurt. So I don't care okay. if you you don't have to bleed, but right. get hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> work yeah. work for it. So all right. So then so then after so then after that comes what I love, what I like to call the grandpa fight segment. Oh. Um, 
where you had where you had Tully Blanchard and Ricky Morton reliving the eighties, pounding the daylight yeah. out of each other and at yeah. um and then FTR turns on them. Um I mean it was it was it was a wild it was a wild segment and that. And then um you get uh the uh interview segment yeah. with uh, Alex Marvez and Mike Kyoto in which Jericho comes in telling telling you know, him he better quote unquote do the right thing. Uh, I I was I was like I was going I was thinking Shades of Montreal screw job and that. So Yeah. And oh well now the now um the seg the uh um oh I forgot to talk about the uh MJF segment. Oh my god, he's so, starting to really get on my nerves. Yeah, I know that means he's doing his friggin' job, but Jesus, well, Mary and Joseph. This is, no, this is the funny. This is the funny thing. Okay, um, the the security guard that he shoved into the wall. Yeah, that was a play. That was a play on history. Mm. MJF was an extra on NXT. Back in the day, and Samoa Joe shoved him and pushed him into the wall. So wow. MJF was, wow. play, was was playing out was playing out the segment of him and Samoa Joe. Only this time, he played the part of Samoa Joe. Yeah. Wow. So, which was funny. And then and then and then Matt Hardy drawing blood on a referee. It was like what? On, on that segment. It was like Yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm going, wait a second, a ref actually gigged? Holy yeah. crap. I I don't think I've ever seen a ref bleed. No. I never have either. I never did it. I never would have done it. Mm-hmm. But no, but uh but they but they, they did that. They did that. Um you know, they had they busted open Mike Posey. Which was which was so um, then, I don't know how to feel about it. All right, getting getting back getting back on online and that um then Sammy Guevara comes out with his cue cards. Oh, and no. I, I'm not I impressed love... with him right now. Okay. Tell, tell me why. Tell me why. Because of what he did to, to Matt with the chair. There was no need okay, for that. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. He, he got overexcited, was stupid, and, you know, yeah. <clears throat> that was, yeah. 
Oh, that look was, at me. I get to beat up Matt Hardy with a chair. Oh, look. Just look. Right. Well, he grabbed the wrong he grabbed the wrong chair first off. Yeah. Because they had a chair, they had a prepped chair that would have that it, mm. he wouldn't Matt wouldn't have gotten injured. So. Yeah, Matt. I've, yeah, no. Matt was not so impressed. That, he was all over his Twitter. He called him an ass hat and a hack. Oh yeah, he yeah, he was not yeah. he was not happy. He was not happy. Thirteen stitches. I wouldn't be freaking happy either. Yep. I'd be so, um, right, right. So you got, so you got that. So you had that, which led into uh, um, Hikaru Shida defeating. And this was a shocker. I was surprised when I saw when I saw this when I saw this young lady in the ring, Heather Monroe. Um, Heather Monroe is a is an excellent top female talent uh, out of the West Coast. I you know um, before before COVID hit, I used to see her uh, quite regularly on uh, on Hood Slam. Mm-hmm. Um, she especially she especially uh, took part in the monthly uh, glam shows, which is their all which is their all women events. And that, um, so um, definitely, uh, she I I say I say she acquitted herself quite well on that. Um, so very so very good um, match for them. And then yes, even with the uh, um, outside stuff between best friends and. Um, mm-hmm. well, Santana and Ortiz, which was, uh, based on the fact that Santana Ortiz took, uh, best friend stuff, put it in the shower room, poured bleach on all of it, and then, uh, started wrong. the shower running. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole, that's the whole idea. Yeah. Which uh, that also, uh, got Kyoto yeah. distracted, which led uh, Jake Hager to come into the ring and attack um, Orange Cassidy and that. But in the end, as I as I said earlier, the good guy wins, and Orange Cassidy defeats Chris Jericho, and that was his, uh, and that was Jericho's. Second ever loss on um, on uh, AEW. <laughs> so so that's yeah. So that was that was um, so that was that was pretty that was pretty big stuff there. Um, so. Um, all right, well, um, now getting back to, uh, Japan and I'll talk a little more about, uh, um, what's going on in Japan tomorrow night on, uh, live from the Dean's Den at 10, nine central time. Cheap plug. <laughs> 
Um, Shameless cheap plug. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, well, Pro Wrestling Noah is still is still alive and uh, and well and going at it. Um, they're they're going to be uh, they're going to be starting <clears throat> their uh, N one uh, victory tournament on uh, let's see here September eighteenth. Mm-hmm. So. so um, and so they've got so they got the uh so they got the blocks announced. Um Yeah. So they've got uh for their block A is uh um Go Shizaki, um Manobusoya, uh, Kaito uh Kiyomiya, um they're borrowing uh uh Masaki uh Mochizuki from uh, Dragon Gate. Masa Kitamiya and uh, Kashusi Sakaruba, but then Block B I, is the is the talent one. Yeah. Okay. But you, sir, need, what, they, you they need to give something? you. A, they, yeah, no, totally. And and if Sean were here, I'd make him say some of the names you just did and laugh my balls off. But you, sir, need a pronunciation <laughs> award. You should get a pronunciation award because. I can't even do it that good. And I'm like, and you know me, pronunciation is key. I'll be in the green room with the person. I'll be like, is there any certain way you need to be introduced? How is your name pronounced? Blah, 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 blah. Just, just, like, just like any hockey television reporter would ask a player. You know? It, it, right. Just, I can't do what you do. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Wow. So. Well, the B block has uh, Kanoa, um, Katsuhiko uh, Nakajima. Um, this is a name that should be very familiar with uh, American audiences because uh, he spent some time here in the States in Impact. Uh, Naomichi Marafuji. Mm-hmm. Um, Shuhi uh, Tanaguchi uh, Takahashi. Siguria and uh, Yoshiki Inamura will uh, round out the uh, round out the B block. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be a big one in that. Um, yeah. So well, um, there's there's gonna there's going to be a uh, big debut of sorts. On uh, WWE Network uh, starting this weekend. And oh, really? That is several. Yes, the tapes of several companies that uh, have connections with current WWE talent. The their libraries are finally being added to the network. Very good. Um, so, um, and the and the four and the four that uh, they that uh, they have on there. Um, now they're going now they're going to start the. Um, they actually started adding the content uh, yesterday, and it's 
and they've got a uh, best of Drew McIntyre and best of Keith Lee collection. Oh, because they spent time in these in these various companies. Um, so mm-hmm. the four companies that uh, that they're adding that they're adding uh, video from are uh, Progress Wrestling out of Ving- out of England. Um, yeah, and, we were talking about them earlier. Yeah, yes, yeah. Progress yeah. is Progress is the big one. That's the one that uh, launched um, Will Ospreay, Zack Saber Jr., Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate. Oh, um, I love <clears throat> yep. Pete Dunn. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, here. Geez, him and, then, him and his title. Okay. I'm, I'm going to compare. I'm going to compare two wrestlers at the moment, to, and, and I can actually say Pete Dunne's one of my favorite, and the other is my absolute favorite. Pete Dunne holding his his title between his teeth, Rosemary crawling oh, yeah. out of the ring with the title between her teeth. But before she did a total Pete Dunne, she put her arms out just like him and just let it hang there the whole bit. I was just like, oh my god, I just love you even more. And then she crawled past me and back up the stairs in the way she went. Rosemary. <laughs> of course. But, yeah, Pete Dunn, I love me some Pete yep. Dunn. But, anyways, go ahead. Progress Wrestling, Pete Dunn oh, was yeah. the last name you said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they got bigger than uh, uh, we started seeing uh, Walter on the shows. Um, yes. Matt Riddle, uh, Champa, and Keith Lee. Would all Chompa. be would all be on there? Keith Lee. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. uh, and then ICW Insane Championship Wrestling. This is the this is the company out of Scotland. And yeah. This and this is well. This was the company that uh, um, the uh, late uh, Adrian uh, Lionheart McCallum worked for. Um, it uh it's also it's also the one that um after he had been fired by WWE Drew McIntyre who at that point was going back by his uh real name of Drew Galloway um went to this is the one that uh Grado who of course Yeah, they, uh, I've met Grado. Yeah. He's a sweetheart. Right. Yeah, you yeah, yep. you met Grado. Um other people yeah. you know, saw him on uh Impact. Impact. Um yep. so um sweetheart. Just and sweetheart. also coming out of that company, uh Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven. Oh really? I love me some Piper. Yeah. Yep. I like yep. the other I like the other lady too, but I love me some Piper. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's true grit. And right, and then, um, and then the uh, last European company that uh, they're gonna that they're gonna have, and I'm wondering if they're uh, gonna have the tapes in uh, in German or whether they have uh, English translation to them, and that's WXW uh, Westside Extreme Wrestling. This is the company that. Um, most people first first saw Walter in. This was basically Walter's home company for many many years, and uh, um, 
he and uh, Ilya Dragunov um, launched a feud there that basically that basically toured Europe until they until they finally both wound up uh, in uh, NXT UK. Then they also have uh, some of the biggest uh, terms of the year, like 16 karat gold and femme fatales. And then um, the last company that they that they have all that they have the videos for is Evolve. Yeah. And of course, Evolve only just recently shut down. This is the company that uh, Gabe Sapolsky ran. Um, and and pretty much anybody now who's a big star in the WWE ran through ran through Evolve. Um, yeah, Matt Riddle came through there. Keith Lee, the Street Profits were uh, were tag champs there. Um, Adam Cole was uh, was a big part of Evolve. Uh, so so. All of so all of those companies are now are now available or will well actually will be available um starting on Saturday on WWE network. Nice. Very good. Oh that's yeah. Yeah, so that's good that's that's some pretty that's some pretty big stuff right there. And that um it is pretty big. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has it absolutely, absolutely is. Um, well, um, there NWA has gotten what looks to be a new a new deal set up. Um, Who has? The NWA. Okay, a new deal. All right. So Corrigan is out of it. What? No. Or just no. a new TV deal. Corrigan's not it's out. Of a TV it. deal. A TV it's deal. A new TV, oh, it's silly. A new TV deal. And silly. a lot of this, and a lot of this, uh, and a lot of this comes through um, Dave Marquez. And. This is and it's going to be and it's going to be taped at uh, um, Thunder Studios, which is it, which is in Long Beach. Um, it's supposed to start uh, um, Tuesday, September fifteenth. Oh, and boy, it's start. It's going to start late. It's going to start at. It's going to start at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, um, now the now the stu- now the studio setup. Um, let me see if I can if I can back up and get the um, info because because Sean sent oh, me an wow. article on on this. Um, yeah. Let's, and where did you put let's it? See if I, well, it's 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 in it's in our discussion. Um, no. Nope. Okay. Okay. So, I'll, you know, I'll I'll just 
I'll I'll look it I'll look it up real quick because that might be faster. Now that I well now that I have a uh, oh a much faster computer and that I yeah. can I can do things I can do things a lot a lot quicker and that um, so here we are okay. And hit the news part because I think this is the one that, uh, yeah, here we go. All right, so they so they are so they are listing they list themselves as COVID nineteen states. They have they have twelve stages, uh, multiple protection office areas, catering kitchen, craft service stations. Uh, full inventory of in-house grip, electric, distro, production supplies, expendables, including PPE, broadcast equipment, mobile control rooms, and uh, new entry sign in the health control access system. So, what happens is they've actually they've got an they've got an app that um, is a it allows touchless secure entry. To authorize and very verified guests, um, and so anybody, so anybody who is um, going to be participating um, will get an email to download the sign-in app, pre-register. Um, once they get in, they get a photo visitor badge. Um, the sign-in app will also record the temperature check and blood oxygen saturation of all employees and guests and provide a means to contra- contact trace should that ever be necessary. Um, so, um, so face masks will be required. Um, all guests will be required to wear face masks to gain entry. Um, they'll act, they'll actually have uh, have uh, PPE available for purchase in its expendable supply store. Um, mandatory hand sanitizer stations. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have on-site chefs and uh, and uh, catering catering team. Um, And that it's it's an in house it's an in house kitchen. Yeah. They have a right uh, a pedestrian traffic system, um, zone system, so that that way, um, oh, you have to you have to apply sanitizer moving from one zone to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. Twelve twelve stages. Um, Ranging in size, the smallest one is 1,500 square feet, and the largest one is 16,000 square feet. And then, and they, and they, uh, and they, it says here that uh, they use UVC light as germicidal sterilization on hard surfaces, including all equipment used on production and all high touch point areas. And they. Says um, that they provide 12 hours of UV 
treatment daily to maintain the most sanitized shooting lo- locations. So, uh, so I mean, this thing, um, they even they even have their own COVID nineteen compliance officer. Good. See, oh, and that, I mean, and, is, and, yeah. and that boy, and that boys and girls is how you act, right? Exactly. Exactly. How you act, right? Do as you're told. Damn it. Yep. Oh my God! It was okay. As most people know, I, I do outreach. Okay, my my boss, he's uh, he he's susceptible to the COVID. He's Im- immunocompromised, and. I get to use my one okay. F bomb of the show, and I said, and he's also he's also Toronto's coroner, so Doctor Doctor Gupta. I said to him, I go, you stay the fuck home, because okay. he went to BC and he wasn't able to come to our big event that we did on Saturday. We fed over 350 people, and he had he had a slight temperature variance. It was just a variance. He wasn't sick. He wasn't nothing. Ooh. Didn't have a cold. Nothing. No allergies. Nothing. Slight temperature, and this is in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Okay, slight temperature variance. Okay. Nope, nope. Couldn't get a flight till Sunday. So I speak to him today. I said, "Stay the fuck home." Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just yeah. There you go. To my boss. This is my big boss. Okay. <laughs> this is the guy that funds our project, <laughs> and I'm yeah. telling him off. That was very brave of <laughs> you. Know? No, that he was loves very me. Brave of he loves me. He laughed. Oh, he totally laughed. He totally laughed. I'm gonna stay home. Mm-hmm. I promise. I go. You better. <laughs> we need you. You're lucky uh, I can't shake you by the I, shoulders right now. Need you. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Yep. <laughs> You're a bloody coroner. Oh, you my should gosh. know better. Come on. Yep. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and yeah, see, so, they won't even let they won't even let Canadians back into their old province, and you wonder why we won't open the Canadian borders. If we're strict on on from province to province, yeah, you're not you're not getting here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, America. Down here is going up there. Yep. No. Nope. Exactly. Exactly. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, back to uh, back to uh, deals. Um, Major League Wrestling has apparently signed a new deal. Um, they have signed with the uh, FUBU Sports Network, FUBO Sports Network, which is a uh, um, online uh, accessible uh, sports network. They run um, soccer and all sorts, all sorts of uh, other sports like that. And so they're and so they're going to be um, airing on uh, Thursdays at uh, at 10 p.m. and will rerun uh, the previous week's episode at nine. So it'll only be so it'll only be a one-hour show, but uh, rerun at nine, new episode at 10. Yeah. So. All right, and I guess we're going to end the evening with a TMI. Ah! information. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Now you see, well, I am the queen this... of T. I do TMFIs. 
but yeah, TMI is big for Steve. Okay, like this is big. I I'm the queen of no. TMI. Okay, the queen, and no. I love it. It's called shock value. Okay, <laughs> so for you to have some TMI well, for me, this... um, I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes. Well, um, today on Instagram. Lana posted a picture of herself in a bikini held up by Miro. And on it, she captioned it, we just had sex in the black sea. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then... In the comments below, she basically verified a story that had gone round the circles and that, and said that, yes, at WrestleMania, I think it was 34 um, in San Diego, the uh, mm-hmm. one where, uh, where they, where they came, where they came in, uh, in a tank. Earlier in the day, they had sex in the tank. Ooh, tank sex. Who's this again? Because unfortunately, yeah, people, if you, and if you're listening to the show right now and you know who you are and you're messaging me, this is your fault that I don't know who he's talking about. Who's having sex in the tank? What? What? Who's having sex? What? Tank sex? What? And, and, and Miro. Oh, okay. And Who? Lana and Miro. Oh, Lana and Miro. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Really? 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 You really. So they did, it, they did it in the tank before WrestleMania, and today, or whenever, you know, within, within the last uh, 24 hours, they did it in the Black Sea. Wow. Yeah. Now I've heard I've heard that that feels kind of weird when you when you when you do it in water, yeah. and that's uh, now never 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 did it. Ow. So you know, hey, whatever it is, what it is, but. That was that's yeah. the that's the uh, that's the big TMI that uh, um, we're gonna that we're gonna close on. Um, it looks like at this point next week, yes, folks, we will go ahead and go on time. We just won't be able to talk about uh, AEW next weekend is a uh, is a is a big weekend because <clears throat> with the uh, with the with the NBA yeah. taking uh, its uh, its schedule right now, um, they're they're taking they're taking some of the uh, time from AEW, and so AEW is uh, doing some alternate alternate uh, scheduling of their shows, of their airings, and so um, next week they're going to air. Um, at uh well at uh at six at six PM Eastern 
which will their second hour or at least the last half of the show will run right into the pre-show for NXT TakeOver 30, which happens that very same night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then, of course, next Sunday, a week from Sunday, is SummerSlam. So, now... We'll see. We'll see how that. We'll see how that all pans out. And that. Mm. So. All right. All right. Well, um, that is it for uh, tonight. Uh, don't forget to tune in to live from the Dean's Den tomorrow night at uh, ten nine Central, and we will be right back here with you next Thursday night uh, at this very same time. Um, and we'll as we as we figure out the other weeks um, that uh, AEW is uh, moving, we will go ahead and we will let you know about those. So, um, on behalf of Sean, whom uh, we uh, wish the best for under his uh, with the yeah. with family situation right at the moment, uh, personal situation, I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, along with my co-host. The reason why the show could never, ever, ever be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. Well, folks, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. So bring your glasses back to the bar. Turn off the damn light. You're wasting my electricity. I'm the one that pays gold, not the boys. <laughs> For the lights. <laughs> Just the lights. Good night. Good night. Closing time Open all the doors And let you out Into the world Closing time Turn all of the lights on Over every boy And every girl Closing time 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.